The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. And welcome, my friends, to another episode of... Damn. That's scary. <laughs> That's remarkable and splendid, is not it? <laughs> Uh, hey, hey what's, what's up, man? What's going on? Dude, guys, uh, my name is Micah. Thank you for tuning in uh, to the show. I'm joined alongside my dear friend, Will, and uh, there's a little bit of an absence here today. Um, Yeah. Um, did you get that text from Greg, by the way? Oh, what text? Um, So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I was told to announce that, um, um, unfortunately, Greg cannot be here today. Okay. Um, He, um, let's, let's, let's just say that. Uh, a figure from his past came back to haunt him um, in person. Um, sing him all the songs that we all know and love um, before doing stuff to him. Tom Jones. No. 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 Oh, no. Again. Oh, all right. <laughs> that poor man. Yeah. He just keeps getting he keeps getting haunted by the ghost of Tom Jones. Wait, yeah. Tom Jones is alive. He is alive. Yeah. And just sashaying up to Greg like butter rolling off a hot biscuit. Yeah. Flopping that thing back and forth like an angry anteater. <laughs> Very just. Yeah. So angry and just so fierce. Uh, speaking of anteaters, I had a chance to watch uh, Freaky. Yeah, I've heard a lot about that. How was that? Freaky was great. And I'm upset that I put it off this long. Because mm-hmm. I know it came out, I think, a couple months back. And I'm like, yo. We got to get on this and watch this. I finally rented it yesterday on Amazon Prime, and it was an absolute blast. Vince Vaughn is awesome. And just the way Nicolas Cage just kind of found his niche in the horror genre, I feel like this is meant for Vince Vaughn. Okay, Vince Vaughn's huge. You you know Vince Vaughn was in the the Psycho remake, right? Yeah, but that movie's terrible. Is it? Oh, it's so bad. Okay, well... I mean, I don't know. Somebody recently was like, hey, does it deserve the hate? Maybe you should go back and rewatch it. And it's like, maybe I won't. Because I just remember it being absolute garbage. All right. But I don't know. Maybe I'll give it another chance, another go. Okay. Another looky-loo. And uh, also fell into a, a rabbit hole of found footage vampire movies. Oh. Yeah. Um, they're... They're actually pretty sweet, dude. Okay. Uh, I fell into uh, a movie called Afflicted. Afflicted is for free on Amazon Prime and on Tubi at the moment. It follows. How does it? It 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 follows like these two best friends that are going on uh, this kind of just like an adventure for a year in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing is, is that the one guy has. Uh, a very rare brain disease where it's just like he has jumbled up blood vessels and it could pop anytime and do like an aneurysm thing. Oh, shit. Yeah, but he's like, okay, cool. So I'm going to die. So I'm going to travel the world. My best friend's coming with me. Mm-hmm. They, uh, He ends up hooking up with a girl in Paris 
Uh, and the guys are going to pull like a prank on him and like rush the room and be like cock block, you know, whichever, <laughs> which is it's a terrible thing to do, especially to your friend who's going to be dying. Like, let's cock block him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, they, they come storming in the room and he's just laying in bed in a pool of blood. He has bite marks on him. And then eventually it's kind of like it's a documentary of how this guy is becoming a vampire and how he's dealing with it. Oh, shit. It's really cool. All right. Yeah, it was funny. It's the whole like, oh, geez, I need blood. So he's going through. uh you know, he's he's going through the whole like I maybe I could get some cow's blood. So oh, that so doesn't like work. A, so it's so it's a not funny version of um what we do in the shadows. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 kind of, sort of, maybe. Yeah, a little bit like that. That's pretty good. I I dig that. Um, and then I, I forgot what the other ones were, but I I'm just like, because my wife was like, hey. We we enjoy found footage. I know a lot of people in the horror genre do not. Uh, as a subgenre, I enjoy the found footage motion pictures. I don't know how you feel about them. I'm okay about them. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of shit ones, but there are some gems out there for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's just like, yo, how come there's no, like, vampire found footage movies? And then we looked them up. Turns out, sure shit, there's a few of them. There you go. Yeah, watched them all over the weekend, dude. It was good. But back on Freaky, man, that movie was awesome. It was very original. Not an original plot because we've seen it before with like Freaky Friday, okay. Manic Monday, I was whatever. Ask where if like, it was, if it was just like the same kind of like situation as that, same but deal. Like, but you incorporate the slasher into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Vince Vaughn is kind of like a Jason. He's like Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers type guy, okay. and he gets a hold of this knife that's like this ancient knife that. Uh, if you can't finish the ritual sacrifice, the souls are sw- swapped, and you have 24 hours to get the bodies back or the souls back into their regular bodies, or else they're stuck there permanently. Oh. Uh, so it was fun having Vince, Ma- Vince Vaughn act like a 17-year-old girl. <laughs> uh, a very, very amusing, and then like this like nerdy 17-year-old girl turn into like this badass like psychopath killer yeah yeah yeah. uh the kills in it are great there is a one of the shop teachers he goes through head first through a table saw there's some stuff that happens to him before that that's really cool there is a uh a jason x type kill in it that uh that's just phenomenal okay uh the acting was great and it was definitely a lot of fun and i i mean blumhouse is either a hit or miss and i felt like this was pretty sweet dude all right which i i mean it's it was very, very original, and it's hard to have, like, an original slasher. I guess that's why I'm co- I'm so stoked on March 4th. Shudder is going to be releasing uh, a, a Shudder original called Lucky. Yeah. Now, Lucky, it's kind of that same vein where it's a slasher, but they kind of give you an original take on it. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, Will, you just watched the trailer. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about this one, man? Um, it's one of it's one of the more original ideas for a horror, for a horror movie that I've seen in quite some time. Yeah, um, the fact, and this is just this is just the like they show this in the trailer, so I'm, I'll just get to give this away immediately. Like they are, um, there's this man and wife or, or boyfriend girlfriend whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah, they're they a couple. Um, she gets up in the middle of the night and she sees this guy inside their house. Just staring in, just, yeah, just staring in, the, just staring in the house, and he, she's like, "Wait, there's a guy in our house," and he's all calm, cool, and collected. He's like, "Oh, that's just a man. He he comes every night, try to kill us. Don't worry about it. Go back, go back to sleep." Yeah, I'm like, "Wait, what?" 
Yeah, and then eventually they kill the guy, and she's like, "Are we just gonna leave him here?" And he's like, "I'm sure he's gone already." Yeah. So it's they start walking away. They turn back around, and he's gone. Yeah, it, it's like I guess Groundhog Day ish. Yeah, a, a little bit of Groundhog Day. They're in like a weird time loop. Uh, maybe a little bit of Happy Death Day going on there. Yeah. Uh, Here's a, a little synopsis on it. It's like, uh, one night May finds herself the target of a mysterious man with murderous intentions. Every night without fail, he comes after her. And every day, the people around her barely seem to notice. Uh, with no one to turn to, May is pushed to her limits and must take matters into her own hands to survive and to regain control of her life. So, it's a little bit of home invasion horror mm-hmm. mixed with... A time loop mystery. Yeah. I uh, I mean, it looks like it has a little bit of dark humor in it. Uh, it's definitely it looks like a stylish slasher. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to add a nice little, a nice little, uh, a, a, like, like little to that final girl genre type thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, eventually I'm sure the actress is going to, like, empower herself and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, I mean, hey, man, I, I'm here for it. So that's March 4th. Yeah. And on Shutter. Lucky. Lucky. Yeah, there's been a lot of like recent movies that's come out in the past like what like four years that's been like great. It's because of uh the the social economic times and um Yeah. Just just times in general, dude. Horror is at an all time high because of the uncertainty of the wor- that the world we live in right now. Mm-hmm. That that's fact. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Um yeah, I I mean I you kind of think that that would go away with uh, because at times when a Republican is office is in office, that's when horror and and this isn't a political podcast, but this is a fact. When re- a Republican is in office, uh, horror is at an all time high, especially the zombie genre. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, and I I feel like it's not going to go away because no. even though we have there is a Democrat in office, I feel like there is this unnerving amount of dread and fear for the future mm-hmm. and horror kind of comes in and makes things better for us. I don't know. We, we kind of, we kind of find, I, I don't know if it's like our lizard brain or what, but we, <laughs> we kind of just get drawn to that genre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yo, I feel like we got to talk about it. What's that? How good did the mortal Kombat trailer look? I saw it that morning. I woke up and I saw like the I think it was from um, um, Bloody Disgusting Facebook page. Yeah, one of those those Facebook pages, and I watched it immediately. Oh shit, dude! It looks so good. It looks so good. It looks as this is it's it's what the first one should have been. And I mean, ninety five. They they were trying to sell it to kids. I mean, no, first first one is good. The first first one's amazing. I saw that five times in theaters. Did you? Yep. Shit. Yeah, man. I was I was pretty obsessed with that movie all right i was obsessed with mortal kombat still am we did you see the second one loved it did you yeah i love i love annihilation fuck i do i really do wow the only thing that bothered me was just switching up the actors they only changed christopher lambert and they changed sonya blade too yeah they got some weirdo playing sonya blade and then uh not that babe from uh, 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 I said Jerry Maguire, Billy Madison. <laughs> yes, Billy yeah, Madison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bridget Nielsen. I think her name is. Oh, no, that's not right. That's not right. That's not no, right. no, no, no. Bridget Nielsen is the lady from Rocky Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Stallone's ex. Yeah, shit. Did she marry Flavor Flav? She, yeah. Was no. it a wild that like ten years ago there was a show where the prize was Flavor Flav? Flavor Love, man. 
what the fuck? I, I know. Were we just that dumb ten years ago? Were, as a society, like you say we're like we aren't still just. I don't dumb. know, man. I feel like reality TV and shit like that isn't really a thing anymore. It's just all these stupid shows where it's like, look at this talent I have. You can kick me in the nuts over and over again, and I won't flinch. Yeah, that's a good point. The yeah, reality, reality TV has has shifted into like I'll do a bunch of death defying. Yeah. He's all talent shows yeah. now. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, man. They had a Black Mirror episode about those. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's fucking weird, man. <laughs> um. I yeah, don't know. but no, fucking the Mortal. Oh, go. No, no, no. I kept going on okay. about it. Let's get away from yeah, that. No, yeah, Mortal Kombat. Fucking Mortal Kombat trailer is looks amazing. I can't wait till April. What is it? April sixteenth. It comes out. Something like that. It's gonna be on HBO. It's gonna be. Uh, it's, gonna be it's gonna be released in theaters. It's gonna be on HBO Max. HBO oh, Max is kind of dope. I'm not gonna lie. I like it. I just canceled it because you know, it was, I got Netflix and Hulu and Shutter and I pay for Hulu and I, yeah, so, <laughs> so I, I yeah I know man I, yeah. I I know you pay for those ads uh, no ads right I hate them I know I hate them too and I I I applaud you on that <laughs> but man my wife will not let me <laughs> cough up the the few extra bucks there's been a there's been a few times we we've been watching something on Hulu recently and like I got an ad you're like I'm about to pay for it I'm about to pay I'm about to, I'm, I'll, I'll, pay the, <laughs> I'll pay the extra five dollars for it she said she's like no don't do it <laughs> it's like the biggest drawback to Tubi. Yeah. And Tubi has some awesome movies on there. And their ads are so long, too. Oh, my God. So long. I can't handle that shit. <laughs> uh, but, dude, this Mortal Kombat movie looks great. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, it's it's what the 95 one should have been. I mean, with I the... Mean, obviously, they couldn't. Considering their, their, that their main base back in 95 was kids. They yeah. They weren't going to fucking do it. But. And now those kids have grown up. Because and those, that's... Those kids are us. That's us now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this movie is for our generation. Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and oh my God, does it look good? Goro looks sweet. Goro looks great. Yeah. Like the only thing was like Luke Kang looked like Ryu. Yeah. Which is kind of weird, right? Yeah. Didn't he have like a white gi in the trailer? He did, but I, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember if he had a, if he ever had like a white gi. I don't remember having a white. He didn't gi have in white gi in any games. I think maybe no, 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 because he always had that Bruce Lee thing going on yeah, where it was the, just the, like the first the, one was the Bruce Lee pants and the second one was the Bruce Lee pants with the red stripe. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, it's gonna yeah. be sweet. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. And also Kano, couldn't they got a, uh, an actor with I don't know bigger biceps? They could have. Yeah, like dude, like you're playing as Kano. Do some fucking push-ups. Uh, something. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you agree with me on that? Yeah, yeah, no, that definitely. dude, that that bumps me out. And also, it's kind of weird. Like in the trailer, it shows Kano's a good guy. I'm Is sure, he? yeah, I it, that's what I'm getting, but I'm sure maybe it's going to be one of those things where he's like forced to be a good guy because he's human, mm-hmm. and then eventually will turn coat. Did you, turn did you see the um, the reptile? I mean, interrupt, but did you see the um, the reptile thing? The little like flash with the the yeah. lizard person. What do you think about that? I mean, I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's okay. sweet. Did you see sm- even smoke popped up in the trailer. So that was smoke. Okay. Yeah, man, All that's right. super exciting. Yeah, that was smoke, and then I'm uh, I'm hoping that's. Somehow they they do a thing where like I don't know if they're going to introduce Noob Sabon or not, but maybe in this one they could kill Sub Zero and then Sub Zero could be brought back as Noob Sabot. Okay, that would be pretty fucking cool. That would be sweet. Yeah, especially having like I just watched that Terminator Dark Fate movie, which was <laughs> terrible. But there yeah. is a thing that the Terminator does where he like his nano, he's part nanobots and then part like. T eight hundred, yeah. So like the nanobots would leave his body, and the T eight hundred exo, like the the internal skeleton thing would Wait, walk around. Ar- Arnold, 
Terminator is this, that, or is it a different person? It's a different guy. I oh, mean, okay. Arnold is in it. Arnold was just a T. Yeah, he's like a T-800. he's right. like an old T eight hundred that's just kind of like chilling in a cabin in the woods. Yeah, didn't you say he fucking domesticated himself? Yeah, <laughs> got he got himself shit? like a wife and yeah. a and a son that he adopted. Mm. This is my boy Mateo. <laughs> I now know what love is and compassion and human. I don't know all the it yeah. was it was bad. Yeah, sure. Um it was just, it was really fucking weird they did that. But uh but anyways, what I'm getting at is that effect of having like the Terminator nanobots leave its body and then you had like that the skeleton and the nanobots. It was like two of them, uh-huh. which was cool. You had kind of had a Jamie Madrox multiple man thing going on there. That would be really sweet to see that yeah. in Mortal Kombat with Smoke. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, Noob Sabot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be dope. And it seems like Sub-Zero is the heel in this movie, too, which is fucking exciting. That's great, yeah, because yeah. it technically it's Scorpion is supposed to be the face. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, main sub, main sub, original OG Sub-Zero is a like, full-on heel, mm-hmm. so evil that he turns into Noob Sabot eventually. Shit, that'd be sweet. I know, dude, right? Yeah. Um... Yeah, man. What uh, what else we got going on? Um, have you heard about the new um, Wednesday Addams series? I have Directed actually, by Mr. Tim Burton himself. Oh, Tim Burton hasn't done anything right since 1999. Um, what did he do in that week? What did he do that year? Sleepy Hollow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. I, I feel like that was his last good movie. All right. And the last time he captured Johnny Depp. I, I I don't know. It's just Johnny Depp's fucking. I love Johnny Depp. I liked uh, I, I liked Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd was a good time. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, I get you saying though. Yeah. So it's kind of wild that Tim Burton is, you know, bringing it back because he directed the first two movies, didn't he? Uh, the first one out there, I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, it has that Tim Burton feel for sure, but it was Barry Sonnenfeld oh, that okay. did Adam's Family, then Adam's Family Values. Uh, he's also the guy that went on to do like the the Men in Black movies and, oh, okay. and, and Wild Wild West. Oh, he did that? Yeah. Oh, shit. Remember that one? No, 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 no. That is not the right song. Getting wild with it. <laughs> Getting west with it. Nah. No? No. Summer, summer No. Time. No? No. Hmm. Okay, keep, I, I was gonna, keep going. I, I mean, how many Will Smith songs do you know? The good guys dress in West. Remember that? No, I don't know what that one is. Uh, wild, 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 wild West. What? Wild, wild West. <laughs> That's where it is. There it is. All right, okay. Kevin Klein wrote that song. He did. All right, so back on this. Uh, so, so yeah, Tim Burton is going to be giving us Wednesday. Okay. So yes, he's going to be giving us Wednesday, and um, there's no trailer for it yet. Um, but it seems to be this. It seems it, there's going to be a, a an eight episode season of the series for the first one. There's going to be live action. Um, hopefully, they get Christina Ritchie to come back and do it. But I know they're not going to. Cause, yeah, because you know how life is, man. Yeah. Yep. Um, hopefully, she can make an appearance as Morticia. That would be wild. That would be sweet. That would be really cool. Um, uh, I'm worried about like. Helena Bottom Carter being because, in this fucking, and, because it's fucking Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah you know. she's gonna end up being. Morticia. Freaking Morticia. Yeah. Johnny Depp is going to be Wednesday Adams. No, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him. To be honest. Yeah, right. Danny DeVito is going to be in this. Danny DeVito is just like, ah, tell him I'll bring my hat. <laughs> Freaking every. I can, I, can, I can see Danny DeVito as fucking Fester Adams, though. 
shit, that would be great. Yeah. That would be great. Just banging whores. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My name's Fester. I like whores. Boiling <laughs> denim. Man. And eggs. So that's cool. But like, this is she, yeah. she is. I read something about like she is. She's going to be a psychic. Whoa. Yeah. What, is she going to be like Jean Grey? Yeah, seemingly. All right. Okay. That's cool. So there's going to be a little bit of a mystery going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's gonna get her powers. Maybe she's gonna get her own ragtag tag group of other misfits Possibly, going yeah. on some kind of adventure. Maybe Pugsley will pop in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Yeah, we shall see. Looking forward to it though. Okay, yeah. So a psychic detective show Wednesday, Adams. Sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I I'm here for it. Yeah. Whatever. I just I can't stand like Tim said, Burton anymore. Like, he, like I said, I don't think he's done anything good since uh, uh, Sweeney Todd. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Our listeners, I mean, correct us if we're wrong. I don't, I'm not into, I, I did not like the vampire movie he did, Dark Shadows. No, I, I felt like did. that was a slap in the face to the amazing BBC show. Yeah. It came out in the 60s, uh, 60s and 70s there. Um, I, 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 I absolutely hated those Alice in Wonderland movies and yeah. hot take. I did not like Corpse Bride. I don't. I think I. I think I just recently watched that and I, I thought it was all right. I, mean, I wasn't like blown away by it. Yeah. 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 I guess. I don't know. I mean the. Yo, him and Johnny Depp do a lot of movies together. Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of their. I just really, yeah, shit. It's kind of their thing, man. Yeah, that's 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 really it. Uh. Dude, everyone is so pumped about Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. Yeah. Um, which I guess is coming out on HBO. Soon, yeah. Which I, I hate to tell like fans of the DC Universe, but this is it. This is the only thing Zack Snyder's doing. Like he said, he's, <laughs> he's done. So he's coming back and like retconning a movie that happened, which I guess would be considered canon. Mm-hmm. And he's given us this four-hour movie that's going to be different from the original Justice League. Now, four hours. Like four-hour movie? Four-hour movie. Dude, it's basically, oh, holy shit. Yeah, it's gone with the wind. All right. Um, and there's going to be characters in there that are done. Henry Cavill. The <laughs> Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. <laughs> the Witcher. Yeah. I like to call him Daddy Raiden. Okay. Uh, yeah, meow. <laughs> that silver fox. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he said he's done with Superman. Like, that's it. Oh, yeah? This is going to be the last time we're going to see him as Superman. I mean, well. Ben Affleck's gone. Yeah, he's been gone since, like, uh, the first. That, yeah. Justly, yeah, yeah. Justly, but, yeah. I mean, like, he, he even said, like, he's he's back for this movie, but then that's it. Mm-hmm. So, the guy, Cyborg, that character, I guess, is going to be done done. Yeah, because Joss Whedon's a piece of shit. Which one's that? Um, Joss Whedon. Um, he's, um, he was the director that took over for uh, Snyder uh, for the first Justice League. Okay. And, and, and I don't people, know much behind people, that. People were just saying how much of a piece of shit he was on set. And if people came out and said, like, um, Go, Gal Gadot was like, yeah, I don't think I'll work with him again. Oh. Um big fucking jason momoa's like yeah he was a piece of shit it no was, kidding it, came, it almost came close to him whooping his ass a few times yes well so he would win yeah hell yeah now in case you're wondering why we're talking about this i'm sure you're wondering <laughs> yeah, why the I fuck are we, th- we we're not we on from, we're not on not the panel, panel discussion, discussion yeah, yeah we're, this isn't the <laughs> panel discussion show i guess the reason why i brought that up and i kind of went off in a tangent there is that what i'm excited for is Zack snyder's zombie movie 
Army of the Dead. Oh, okay. Which finally got an official release date. That's May 21st, which is going to premiere on Netflix. All right. Yeah, man. We got Dave Batista. Oh, shit. And uh, I can name up these other names, but I don't know who the fuck they are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ella Purnell, do you know who that is? Sounds familiar, but I, no, not really. Anna De La Regueria. That sounds familiar, too. Theo Rossi, Huma Kuryrshi, Omari Hardwick, Tig Nataro. You know what? Some of those but, names sound yeah, familiar. Yeah, but I don't, yeah. You got yourself a badass group of motherfuckers led by Dave Batista. Killing zombies in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, I'm here yeah. for it. I am so here for it, dude. I'm so pumped for this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there you have it. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah. Everyone's excited about Justice League? Well, guess what? Army of the Dead is coming out, and that is going to be better than Justice League because there's no Jared Leto. Yeah, he is. There's oh, no Jared no, Leto in I mean, Army of okay. the Dead. I about to say. Yeah, if he is, I will throw myself off of a building. Okay. Yep. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. You you guys heard it. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else, everybody? <laughs> um, there was one more thing. I have to do some scrolling first. So if you can keep people entertained for a second, you got it, man. Yeah. Uh, Train to Busan. Okay. Which was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. It was great. If you haven't seen Train to Busan, what are you doing with your life? Stop this podcast watch it now uh i know the sequel peninsula eh, wasn't as good as train to busain but that's neither here nor there well <coughs> excuse me train to busain is getting that treatment that so many other korean horror movies have gone through and that is it is going to be americanized oh boy which will probably launch a potential new franchise with new line cinema okay yeah man so uh, they, are they americanizing it like Americanizing it? Yeah, man. It's getting uh, the American remake. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but it's in goodish hands. The horror anthology aficionado, Timo Tijirantu, uh, from VHS2 and ABCs of Death, is going to direct this movie. Okay. Uh, so he is also from South Korea. Uh, so I feel like he would honor the film by making it as close to the original and not americanizing it to the point where it's just gonna cut out all that where it's fucking whitewashed (laughs) not even just whitewashed but cut out all that awesome crazy shit they did yeah uh i guess we'll call it the original train to busan yeah but you gotta Uh, understand though like we said in north korea south south korea yeah south korea is a lot different than america is as far as like what they allow what they can't uh, you know put on screens and shit yeah yeah and that you know that mpaa rating I mean, depending on how messed up the movie is, it might not get that much of a release. Yeah, man. Uh, Unless they put it on like a streaming service. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this. I think uh, uh, I think this is going to get a theatrical release. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, Doberman, who uh, is working right now on rewriting Salem's Lot for a Stephen King remake. It's him, New Line Cinema, and James Wan are going to be bringing this movie with uh, uh, Timo Tijihanto to direct the series, uh, to direct the movie. Okay. Yeah, man. So that's something to look forward to. All right. Okay. So, um, yes, I found what I was looking for. 
And seeing as how seeing as how this is the last week of Black History Month, um, I have this to announce. Um, Shutter and AMC have greenlit have greenlit an untitled Black Horror anthology series. Um, AMC and its premium all horror thriller streaming platform Shutter has have given the green light to a currently untitled Black Horror anthology that is set to premiere later this year. The series will reportedly be based on new works by established and emerging talents. The decision comes after the success of the streamer's documentary Horror Noir, which chronicled the minefield of black representation in horror in the horror genre, highlighting the both highs and lows. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet, but I heard it's really good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, definitely excited about that one. I will take the time to like sit and watch it. I kind of fall off when it comes to documentaries because I'm like, why would I want to watch a documentary when I could just watch the fucking movie? True. Yeah. yeah, but then I mean, if it's something you truly love, then it is fun to watch the documentaries and stuff like that. Yeah, and of course, hey, I know how us horror people are. We love that shit. Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool, man. I'm excited about that. So yeah, so like I said, be on the lookout later on this year on um, AMC, AMC, and Shutter for that. And I am sure that we all saw the awesome trailer for season two of Creep Show. Okay. Which is set to come out as Barbara Crampton's in an episode. You got yeah. Keith David is going to be in there and he's fucking awesome as shit. Yes, he is. Uh, and a whole bunch of other guys that I just cannot remember off the top <laughs> of my head. But I'm super pumped about that. So we have nine new episodes or is it eight? I can't remember because they, it's nine. It's nine. Yeah. All right. Now, I know they had to get rid of one of the episodes. Oh, Greg really? Nicotero had Marilyn Manson as the star in one of the episodes. Oh, well, yeah. And as soon as that <laughs> came out, Greg Nicotero said it took him four seconds to be like, no, pull it. Mm. He's like, it's a shame. A lot of good people worked on this episode and it is good. But no, fuck that guy. Yeah. And Greg Nicotero is cool. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, he's awesome. Uh, Well, after that trailer came out and the success of the first season... They already have Creep Show season three in the works, oh, and they're gonna start filming soon. All right, dude, this is awesome. I love, I love what's going on with Shutter. I love that we're getting more original content, original series, and I love all the callbacks to the uh, first two original Creep Shows. If you mm-hmm. watch in episodes, there is always a callback, like a little Easter egg, anything like that. And one of the main things is is the ashtray. Okay. There's a particular ashtray that pops up in every single episode. Huh. Yeah. It, it, dude, it's cool. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's always a lot of cool, like, fun shit like that uh, that Greg Nicotero likes to throw in there. So April 1st, we will be getting the first episode of season two from Creepshow. All right. I'm going to have to check that out. Have you watched the first season yet? I have not. That's why I say I'm going to have to check oh, it out. Oh, yeah. Dude, get on that, man. <laughs> yeah. I, it's It's good shit. Okay. And just one more thing before we apologize to you and tell you how very sorry we are for all of the mishaps and fuck-ups we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found out that the writers of Zombieland and Deadpool are turning one of my favorite video games from my youth, Twisted Metal, into a live-action TV series. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is really exciting, man. But there is no like determination on what platform it's going to be on. Uh, I mean, I'm sure right now they're going to make it probably have us uh, have it go up to bid for whoever, but it is going to be Sony Pictures TV. Um, and uh, I, let's see what else here. Yeah, Sony Pictures TV is going to be bringing this, so I don't know where it's going to end up. Uh, the new series is described as an action comedy. 
Okay. So that's pretty cool. I'm sure it'll be gory as hell if it's you know done right. The show is about a motor mouth outsider who is offered a chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland with the help of a trigger-happy car thief. He'll face savage marauders, driving vehicles of destruction, and other dangers of the open road, including a deranged clown who drives an ice cream truck. That was uh, Sweet Tooth, right? Yes. Yeah, man. So that's pretty cool. Michael Jonathan Smith is uh, writing the series. He is the one that writes Cobra Kai, so that's pretty sweet. There you go. You know, if you all don't remember, Twisted Metal made its debut back in 1995 for the the Sony PlayStation. (laughs) Uh, And then eventually spawned, what, six, seven sequels? At least, yeah. Twisted Metal 2, still in my heart of hearts, is the best. That's funny, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Twisted Metal Black... I think it was for the PS2. Yeah. That was like the first game it came it came out for the PS2 mm-hmm. for the Twisted Metal series where like Sweet Tooth, his truck would transform into that giant like uh, transformer, like a Megatron type thing. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was sweet. Um, So as cool as like this sounds, it's not really the, like, the storyline where it's like that mastermind Calypso that has to like entertain the world by putting on like these tournaments like mortal Kombat style tournaments but using cars yeah um i mean i don't know whatever i'm sure it'll be a good time and i'm sure i will watch the shit out of it <laughs> yeah um i mean like because i haven't seen anything or played twisted metal in years but i do remember the game being a fucking good time so i can only imagine that the show is going to be decent at best because how much because how much how, how, how much can you get out of like telling how many stories can you get out of people like telling people like Got crashing cars. I mean, look at Fast and Furious. Fuck, you're right. Yeah, man. Okay. Dude, family over everything. That's what that series <laughs> taught me. Yeah. And even if you're not family, you're family. Basically, Fast and Furious is the Olive Garden film franchise. Hmm. Because when you're in here, you're family. Okay. Well. Well, uh, shit. I have something that I have to get off my chest and apologize to all of you fine people for. Okay. And that is... We're sorry we didn't have an apology corner last week. Oh, we did not. We did not. We got a little carried away with the excitement of the movie of the week, which Mm -hmm. was Demon Knight. That's right. Which is definitely one of our favorite movies. Mm -hmm. And I think the excitement of that overshadowed the fact that I was sorry for most things. Some of those things I forgot about and some of the things I didn't forget about, but I feel like you forgot about. Now it's just water under the bridge and it's too late to apologize. (laughs) But yeah, I'm sorry that the segment slipped through the cracks last week. Also, I'm sorry for our, uh, our co-host will who exploded on us. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of wild. Yeah. But I guess at the same time, you're welcome for putting you back together in my laboratory. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, some stuff is missing. I'm missing a nutsack. Um, you don't need it. Surprisingly, you don't need that. True. Yeah. You got your wiener. You're good to go. Well, half of it. It's kind of weird. It's still bigger than mine, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and also, I have a... Apology from our other co-host, Greg. Okay. And here it goes. I would like to apologize to the great... Sorry, let me try this again. I would like to apologize (laughs) to the great Roger Avery 
for my irresponsible and unkind words last episode. Okay. He is not a pervert, just a DUI vehicular manslaughterer, <laughs> which is good news because Killing Zoe is one of my favorite heist movies about a bunch of French criminals getting fucked up and recklessly driving around Paris. Right. And, oh shit, Silent Hill was pretty good. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. I apologize to the Mormont girl. The show and painful downfall of Game of Thrones was not your fault. <laughs> the bandwagon fans wanted girl power, sorry, quote, girl power giant slaying. So that's what they got. All right. Congratulations, everyone. You fucked it up. Kids suck. See you next week. Cheers. There we go. Now, it's still February, but do you have anything you want to say? No. It's still February. Okay. Yeah. And there you have it. There you go. All right. Not sorry for a goddamn thing. I'm glad we got this off our chest. There we go. Uh, (laughs) Well, uh, as you know, February, it has a lot of lot of things a lot of things going on in february you got a groundhog telling you what the weather is going to be for the next how many weeks uh-huh you got a day telling you uh yo shit you better show that special someone how much you love them oh, or else yeah. you know you're going to be in trouble which is such a bullshit holiday yeah, i, I feel is. like we need a winter halloween and it should be replaced i agree valentine's day should totally be replaced with winter halloween yes or miners day and have uh, like a My Bloody Valentine thing going on where we just dress up like coal miners. Okay. Canadian coal miners. All right. I'm glad you clip it up because I was going to ask you what the fuck you're talking about. Well, right. that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> just dig a bunch of holes in your backyard and then cut some hearts out. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then also we had our Black History Month. Yes, we did. But one other thing that February brings us. February brings us women in horror month Mm. this is where we appreciate those fine and not so fine women of the horror genre yes yes now what would the horror genre be without these these amazing strong women playing as the damsel in distress the final girl the 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 slutty cheerleader Mm -hmm. uh the nerdy girl who empowers herself the virgin you know where would these movies be without that i'll tell you where the suck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The horror genre would not work without these fine women. The fine women that Roger Corman took advantage of. Not oh, took boy. advantage of, but you know what I'm saying. I got gotcha. you. Exploited. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. Now, and I know, obviously, what comes off the top of your head, Elvira, mm-hmm. uh, you know, women like that. Now, we have a... Will came up with this nice little tournament here. Yeah. Now, this isn't anything official no this is just something fun that we thought would uh that will thought would just be really cool to just kind of like plow through oh no oh plow through huh all right uh these lovely ladies of horror now and this also isn't to say that these are our favorites right these are just kind of we had like a random generator that came up with this list yeah i like the list myself i do too and it's set up in a tournament bracket yes uh so we have 16, no, I wouldn't say final girls, just women of horror, Mm -hmm. squaring off against each other. Now, you could agree with this. You could not agree with this. But Will and I are going to pick the ones that go down to the final two. And then I say when we get to the final two, how about we let our listeners 
decide who the final, final girl is on the list. Ooh, I like that a lot. Yeah, all yeah. right. So, without further ado, let's get to the first bracket here. Mm-hmm. All right, now remember, this wasn't us picking this and putting these two against each other. This was a generator. Yeah, we literally just, like, I, I legitimately just Googled, like, horror women um, bracket tournament, and this is what came up. I mean... Yeah, we we had to, to to get to get a little deeper for some of the deeper, deeper. for some of the for some of the names here, but I mean it wasn't a, it wasn't all just generated, but this 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 whole deal here, this randomness mm-hmm. uh behind this tournament is yeah, who like who goes against who is the, is the random part. Thank you. That's what yeah. I was trying to get at yeah. here. Um and also since there are two of us and Greg was going to be the deciding factor on who was going to advance in the tournament. Yeah. If Will and I can't decide on this, we're going to keep it diplomatic. Mm-hmm. We're going to flip a coin. Because we are men. That's what men do. We flip coins, and I lost my court. Oh, there, yeah, there it, is. it is. I could use the, the Bud Light cap, but <laughs> I think the quarter will work just fine. There we go. So first on the list, okay. we have Brink Stevens. Brink Stevens of Sorority Babes and Slime Ball Bolorama. Uh, fame and Slumber Party Massacre fame. You know her. You love her. She's in Bad Girls from Mars. God damn, do I love Brink Stevens so much. She is such a fox. She's in Jacko. I love her so much. Okay. Versus. Now, this is a this may be the dark horse on the list for me here. Uh, Adrian Barbeau. Okay. Adrian Barbeau, who we know has that buttery soft voice in the fog. She is also... Uh, uh, has the lovely set of breasts in Escape from New York. Okay. And who could forget her performance in Creep Show? Call me Billy. Everybody does. <laughs> so uh, between the two of those, oh, and of course, Swamp Thing, where it's a PG movie where we see breasts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Will, between the two, Frank Stevens or Adrian Barbeau, who would we choose? Um... Shit. Okay, let me think. Let me think. Adrian Barbeau, Brink Stevens. It took me a second, but I already know who I I picked. Okay. okay and I okay. will explain why. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Go ahead. I'm gonna go Barbeau. Oh shit. Okay. Why is that? Um. If I'm if I'm being completely honest, is it just the boobs? Yeah. <laughs> I got to go bring Stevens because really? she's in more exploitation films. And okay. that's what I love. All right. So it looks like we're going to have to uh, flip First one this. we're already flipping. All right. Uh, what do you say? Heads for Brink, tails for Adrian. You got it. All right. I'm just flipping it up. Let it land. What do you got? It is tails. Tails. All right. Adrian Barbeau will advance in the tournament. Sweet. All right, man. All right. Next round. We have... Um, Miss Catherine Isabel from such films as Ginger Snaps, um, Freddy vs. Jason, and she's also what show you say she's in? Uh, Han- uh Hannibal. Hannibal. Yeah, she's great okay. in that show. Yeah, but who could forget her in Freddy vs. Jason? Yeah. Oh my God, she was barren at all in that mm-hmm. movie. I love that movie. It gets a bad rap. I love Freddy vs. Jason. I mean, I love Ginger Snaps too. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, I like I, I love Ginger Snaps more than I love Freddie Bird Jason, and that's saying a lot for me. Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, man. All right. Um, well, good, for, good for you. <laughs> versus uh, Felissa Rose 
from yes. Sleepaway Camp? Oh, Sleepaway Camp. Yes. The, uh, the OG herself, who is still very active, married to a rock star. Still very hot, too. Oh, she's a total babe, and she's just a wonderful person. Yeah. Uh, between the two, I am going to go with Felissa Rose. I had a feeling you were. Um, I'm going to go with Miss Isabel. Flip the coin. All right. It's right there. Uh, heads, Felissa. Okay. Heads for Felissa Rose, tails for Catherine Isabel. Heads. Was it? Yep. Ah, shit. Right. Heads. All right. Felissa, my girl, moving on in the tournament. All right. So next we have. I'm sorry, Catherine. Ooh, this one's going to be tough, kitties. Mm. And if any of you disagree with our picks, let us know, too. But more importantly, don't call us dumb or mm. stupid or tell us to go kill ourselves because of who we picked or didn't pick. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know how social media is now. Yeah. Yeah. Just say that you disagree. Be cool about it. Yeah. I disagree. Mm. Leave it at that. Or tell us why. Yeah. Um, Heather Langenkamp, who okay. we all know as the final girl, as Nancy mm-hmm. from A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Yes. Linnea Quigley. Ooh. We all know who Linnea Quigley is, and I'm going with her. I know you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Explain to me why, though. Because more exploitation films. She is in the classic scene, uh, Return of the Living Dead, that made me a man, okay. where she dances naked in the cemetery. Uh, something about her pushing lipstick into her breast in Night of the Demons scared the shit out of me as a kid, but also turned me on at the same time. Okay. And personal experiences. I have two great experiences with with Linnea. Uh, with Linnea, I mean, she was. Oh, you uh, have met her, haven't you? Yeah, a couple times. She's mm. fantastic. We had a table right next to her at a, at a comic con, and um, we hung out with her while she was dressed as a schoolgirl, and I was oh. showing her how to do lunges and stuff. Okay. Yeah, she asked me exercises on how to make her butt bigger. Wow. Yeah. So we were doing butt stuff together. Shit. It was great. So I got to go with Linnea. Okay. How about you? You're going with Heather, ain't you? I don't know yet. Hold on. Um, I mean, because Linnea Quigley is so hot. Linnea Quigley like, pops like up still. in so many horror movies. Like to this day, she's still fine. Of course, she is. Yeah. She's a horror girl. Yeah. Horror keeps you beautiful. Um, but like Heather Langenkamp, and like the Nightmare series in general, that's that's my shit. Heather also did a lot of stuff that isn't horror. Yeah, where Linnea was always kind of typecasted. Yeah, Heather. Heather did. Heather was on a show called Just Ten of Us, um, with a couple of the girls from Elm Street, and they actually made references to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I, I don't know what else she's done besides like that show and then Elm Street too. Though she popped up in that last Hellraiser movie. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You didn't tell me that. It's terrible. <laughs> Is that Revelations? Ah, oh, God, it's one of them. <laughs> it's uh, Judgment. Okay, Judgment. That's with uh, Paul Stevens playing as. Pinhead. Oh, Who was recent one? Yeah, oh. he was better than the fat guy they had in Revelations. Okay, I don't even know that actor's name. I don't know what else he's done. Frankly, I don't give a shit. Yeah, he was a fat motherfucker, wasn't he? It was just weird. Yeah. He was like a sausage. Yeah, yeah, because of the tight like leather squeezing, and stuff. Yeah, squeezing yeah, like, yeah, I remember. Okay, yeah. I, I feel like he was. Uh, hey, I'm here to read the part for Butterball, uh-huh. the fat Cenobite with the glasses, uh-huh. and then they were just like, Pinhead, you got the part. <laughs> It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I'll do this. All right. Okay. Um, to pick between the two, though, uh, 
Heather. Lincoln Camp, Quigley. Oh, shit. This is hard. I know this is going to be this hard. Um, Would you like to flip your own personal coin, buddy? No, because that just kind of defeats the purpose. I'm talking to the microphone and to the maboos, apparently. Um, I'm going to go Heather. All right, so flipping the flip. coin. Right. Heads leather, heads Heather, tails Linnea, because she's got some tail on her. Damn. Oh, thank tails. God. All right, Linnea has advanced in the tournament, which is... This is the official tournament, by the way. Yeah. It's the only one that matters. It's the only fucking thing. All right. So now some of you may disagree with this one, uh, but we actually put Tony Collette in here personally. I find that Tony Collette did a great job in The Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. She was wonderful in Krampus, and her performance in Hereditary is bar none. Okay. It was unmatched. She brought so much energy and so much grief in, uh, into this horror uh, this horror movie, uh, Ari Aster's Hereditary. I absolutely love Toni Collette. I think she's great, and they should have given her every award for that performance. But, of course, the horror genre really gets overlooked it by the Academy, really which is such bullshit that yeah. movies... I, I find movies like The Witch, movies like Hereditary, movies like Midsommar, Movies like The Lighthouse, which are better than any of the movies that have been in uh, uh, for motion picture of the year uh, in the Academy Awards over the last few years. Like they're they're much fucking better movies. Yeah. So we have Tony Collette. All right. Versus one of my favorite all time final girls. I'm talking about the final girl from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Mm-hmm. Amy Steele. Okay. Who's a total badass and she pisses on command. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and action. And then she pees herself. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. So what do we have? Tony Collette or Amy Steele? I'm going to go with Amy Steele. Me too. Yeah. There yeah. we go. All I right. love Tony Collette, but <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i an OG. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, let's move on to the other side now. Why don't you take it away? All right. For this specific bracket, we have... Tiffany Shepis from such films as Tromeo and Juliet and Night of the Demons. Yes, Tiffany Shepis was also recently in uh, the 2017 Victor Crowley. That was true. Yeah, she started in Troma at a very young age. She lied about her age. Uh, Uh, Very, very young age. And she is a hell of a party girl and a lot of fun to be around. Okay. Versus. Um, Man game here. The one and only uh huh. Barbara Crampton. I got to go Barbara. I'm going to go Barbara, too. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's nothing against Tiffany Shepis. We love her. She's absolutely great. I think we kind of, like, gave that away by how I just said man's game. Yeah, but, <laughs> but look, you're going to put her against Barbara, Barbara Crampton. I mean, you know. Yeah, Barbara's, Barbara's going to win. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate to say it. Uh, no, actually, I don't hate to say it. <laughs> So next on the list, we okay. have uh, everyone's favorite final girl, scream queen, woman of horror, whatever you want to call her. Everyone's favorite pill head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean that to, to an extent. All right. uh, Danielle Harris. Okay. Uh, who is in so many horror films ever yeah. since the young age where she popped up in the return of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse, how the fuck did this happen? 
I like versus again, Jamie Lee Curtis. It was all random. All right. It was all random. All right, man. I don't know about this one. Yeah. I'm going to go with Curtis. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? OG. OG. All right. Yeah. Her okay. mom, her lineage. Okay. Uh, Better actress, better person. Okay. More. Uh, She definitely put more on the genre. Okay. But, oh, man, when it comes to the subgenre, Daniel Harris, she really holds her own. Yes. Daniel Harris is the movie that we, did, that, we, that we just recently reviewed. Stakeland? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's great in that. Who are you going with, man? Um, I'm also going to go with Jamie Lee Curtis, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Mm-hmm. But since I like Danielle Harris, Jamie Lee Curtis is literally, is, she's the best. She is. Yeah. And you take her away from horror, you still have Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. You take Daniel Harris away from horror, it's- you have somebody that popped up on a few sitcoms. Yeah. All right, next. and I. Okay, this go. is a horror tournament, so we shouldn't be saying shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, next on the bracket, we have Carolyn Williams, who is still smoking hot, still smoking hot. She is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Two. Right? Yeah. Okay. Popped up in Leprechaun Three, where her boobs and ass and lips explode. Mm. Also in uh, Hatchet Three, I believe it was. Uh, and she's in she's in a lot of stuff. She's in a movie coming out with Felissa Rose here pretty soon. Uh, that looks like a, a lot of fun. I think she's a vampire hunter or some shit or goss something. I don't know, but it looks like a good time. Uh, Carolyn Williams. Okay. Versus Jessica Roth. Did I pronounce that last name right? I thought it was Roth. Roth. Maybe. You're probably right. Uh-huh. No, actually, I think you're right. Okay, Jessica Roth's from um, Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Now, you may be wondering, why would you put her on this list with right. all these other women? Well, it's simple. Mm-hmm. Go and watch those two movies. Yeah. She is so over the top, which we need in this genre. Mm-hmm. And she is the closest thing I think we will ever get to a female version of Bruce Campbell. I agree with that. Yeah, Happy Death Day was very underratedly good. So good. Because I, I don't think a lot of people actually know how good that movie is. It's um, so good. It's then, so freaking good. And I know the sequel gets heat because it's more sci-fi. Well, I don't know. I think the best thing I could say is fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's still an awesome movie. Yeah. Uh, um, between the two? Between the two, though? I'm going with Carolyn Williams. Are you? Okay. Yeah. Well, because she is your favorite movie. Exact Mungo. Okay. All right. Um, and this this choice of mine is, is strictly by, by the movies because I like both of them. Yeah. Um. If I had to pick, and again, this is strictly by movie performances and how they performed in the movies, I'm going to go with Jessica Roth. Ugh, all right. Yeah. I, I, I like I like Happy Death Day much more than I like Texas Chainsaw 2. Ouch. But I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm being honest. All right. This is on a show. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like you should apologize for that, but that's okay. I mean, I got another week until that. <laughs> Flip it. All right. Ready? Uh, I, I'm calling... Heads for Carolyn. Okay. All right. And that is heads. Damn. Heads, which is how Carolyn Williams got her. No, I'm just kidding. Remember how I said Carolyn Williams got her role in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 by kicking the door in, Mm -hmm. uh, pushing Gunnar Hansen off the chair, grabbing his chair, barricading herself in the room, and screaming that someone was out to kill her and screaming at the top of her lungs. Yeah. And that's how she got the role. Yeah. And- 
I love her for that. I mean, she killed them in that. Goddamn right she did. Okay, all right, all right, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Oh, this one is also another tough one. Kind of two uh, different ends of the spectrum here with mainstream and the underground. Mm-hmm. We have Debbie Rashawn, who is a fucking legend. Okay. Uh, especially in uh, trauma fame. Uh, and Nev Campbell. Yeah. If you were a teenage boy in the 90s, early 2000s, chances are you saw Debbie Rashawn nude in a lot of films, uh, including Terror Firmer and also a movie that I'm in. Texas Chainsaw, Jesus Christ, Whoa. a movie that I'm in, <laughs> Slime City Massacre, uh, where we have Debbie Rashawn with a vagina going from her vagina up to her breast, Whoa. Uh, where it opens up and she actually bites someone's head off with it, and you can see those those awesome, perky, fun boobs that she has going on there. Okay. Um, versus Nev Campbell. Oh, okay. With, Wait, uh, is Debbie Rashawn also, also in Killer Rack? Yeah, she that she directed Killer Rack. No shit. That was her directorial debut. Debut. Oh, no yeah. way. All right. Yeah, I know a lot of people that worked on that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, that was right around the time when I kind of stepped away from doing the independent movies just because it's so much fucking time to do one scene and took yeah. up took up weekends and shit like that and you're not getting paid. It just wasn't well, I feel like that's it. movies in general though. Yeah, I mean, but it's also like yeah, it just it, it was like doing wrestling shows without any gratification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um. So Debbie Rashawn versus Nev Campbell. Who okay. you got? All right. Okay. So I'm looking at pictures of Debbie Rashawn right now, and I didn't know she was as hot. First of all, um, but I I gotta be honest, I I haven't seen much of anything she's been in. I've seen plenty to tell you that I'm picking her. Okay. Um, wow, this is really weird. They're both Canadian, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, Debbie watched, like, five of my movies and gave me, like, actual, like, acting advice. Really? Which was really cool. Okay. Yeah. Really cool. So, I feel like you're, I feel like a lot, of, a lot of your picks have, like, a lot of sentimental value to you. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not hating about it. <laughs> um, okay. So, what do you got? Yeah, so f- for my aforementioned reason as to why I, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna go um, Nev Campbell. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Heads, Debbie, flipping tails. Tails. It is tails. If Nev Campbell somehow wins this, I'm gonna be <laughs> pissed. <laughs> I will. I will actually be pissed. All right. All right. We are so down to we the go. final eight. Bam, 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 bam. We have Adrian Barbeau. Versus Felissa Rose. Mm-hmm. I'm going for Felissa Rose. Oh shit! Yeah, all yourself. Right. So okay, so for the final eight, how how are we? Because this is I didn't determine this at all. So how are we voting for the final eight now? Are we doing just like movie stuff in general? Or are we doing like like how how much hotter they are than one another? Or just... I don't care about the hot thing because they're all hot. They are all hot. Um, I'm going with the talent, the movies. And just, uh, yeah, so I'm going to say... So could be an official then? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be official. This is going to okay. be less less personal, more All right. more movie-wise. Okay. I'm going with Felissa Rose on this. I love Adrian Barbeau, but I... Uh, okay, so maybe this is going to get a little personal. Uh-huh. I got more out of Felissa Rose growing up, and I get more out of her now than I did Adrian Barbeau. Okay. And I, I, I just... I, I feel like her performances are better. She's just... She's just super fun. Okay. And I love that she's still... I mean, Adrian Barbeau just popped up in an episode of 
Creep Show. I don't say just popped up, but she was in the first episode of Creep Show. Uh, it was really cool seeing her in that. Uh, but I just look at the work and everything. I'm gonna have to go with Felissa Rose. Okay. Between the two, how about yourself? All right. Hmm. Felissa Rose or Miss Adrienne Barbeau. Hmm. <laughs> Keep in mind, Felissa Rose has a dick. She doesn't. <laughs> Sleepaway Camp. Oh, okay. Yeah. I still have. I got to. Yeah. All right. There's some of the movies that you keep telling me to watch that I have to watch. Yes. Yes, you do. All right. All right. Um. <laughs> and I mean, dude, I know we all hmm. love Adrian Barbeau, too. Uh, especially her performance in Escape from New York. Uh. All right, I'll go with Felissa Rose, too, then. Hey, all right, Felissa. All right, what do we got next, Will? All right, up next, we have Linnea Quigley. Linnea Quigley won. Versus Amy Steele. Okay. (laughs) I said what I said. (laughs) All right, go ahead, buddy. What's your Um, pick? Fuck, I can't really be be, be mad about that. Sorry, yeah. Quigley. You picking Linnea? Yeah. All right, there we go. All right. What's what do we got next? Uh, Barbara Campton versus Jamie Lee Curtis. This is a good one. When it comes down to the two of them, though, I don't even need time to think about this. I'm picture. I'm picking Barbara Crampton. I was hoping you did because I'm going to pick the same. Look at that. Yeah. Dude, blowing through this one here. Uh, yeah, Barb is... <laughs> she's in more movies that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more my speed. At the same time, Jamie Lee Curtis, and I know this is a horror podcast, but Jamie Lee Curtis and True Lies. Oh, God. So hot. Yeah. That was 94, right? Yes. Woo. Man. I was 11 years old. Seeing Jamie Lee Curtis dance around in a in thong underwear. Yeah. God damn. Cisco's playing in the background. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Cisco. Um, and then next, we have Carolyn Williams versus Nev Campbell. If you say Nev Campbell, I will punch you in the neck. All right, all right, give me a hold on. No, I mean obviously, do you, fam? Yeah, come on. But I'm going Carolyn Williams. I'm gonna keep this professional, first of all. Sure. All right. Um. Okay. Thinking of, I'm, I'm thinking of Carolyn Williams in Texas Chainsaw Two. Thinking of a movie. It's a really good movie. It is a good time. It's great. Um. I'm specifically thinking about Nev about Nev Campbell and the first Scream. Yeah, and and the craft kind of, even though she was up like a a, a a a co-star in it. Yeah, um, but specifically for Scream mode because Scream was a really good movie. I mean, it's been called the Nickelback of horror by who? Not me, but a lot of uh, die-hard horror fans refer to Scream as such. Wow. Yeah, I know it's kind of annoying. I love Scream. Yeah. I find that scream was the adrenaline shot to the heart that horror needed in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, it was also horror was, uh, start, horror, horror was starting to like kind of like die in the nineties. Oh, that's an understatement. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's uh, for me. I, everyone knows uh, from listening to last week's episode, Demon Knight is my favorite movie from the nineties. Mm-hmm. But Scream is a close second. Okay. Yeah. Uh. But I am gonna. I I got dude. I gotta go with Carolyn Williams. I know. Um, 
Okay, so for okay for movie alone, movies alone, I'm going Campbell again. Really? Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Let's flip this coin. Right. Uh, heads, Carolyn. Tails, Nev Campbell. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right, let's go. Okay. And I lost it. There we go. Hold on. It's down here. Heads. Fuck. Heads it is. Carolyn Williams advances to the finals. All right. We're getting down we here. The final four now, folks. To the nitty gritty. Oh. Uh, for the final four, we have Felissa Rose, we have Linnea Quigley, we have Barbara Crampton, and we have Carolyn Williams. This one I don't like at all. Yeah. Oh, God. Felissa Rose versus Linnea Quigley? Yep. Ugh. Let's get back to that one. Let's get... <laughs> Let's go to Barbara Crampton like that and Carolyn Williams. I feel like that one's uh, like easier, though. Barbara Crampton and Cla- Carolyn Williams? Yeah. I'm going to go with Barbara Crampton. Me too. All right. So yeah. there it is. We have Barbara Crampton, who made it to the finals of our Women of Horror tournament. Mm-hmm. Now, this is just so damn tough. Okay. Felissa Rose or Linnea Quigley? Hmm. Okay. Um... Let me see, because they're they're both still, and this is not. I'm not trying to base this off of of their appearances, but like they're both still really hot. You know what? Time out for a second, man. Time out. All right, all right. Wait a minute, man. I I find like Felissa Rose and Linnea Quigley. Us picking that is going to put too much on us. No, it is. It really is, and especially the whole like. I know we do have some female listeners. You are few and far between, and God bless you for sticking with <laughs> us this long. Yes, I know we could be a bit much at times a, a, a little bit you know. yeah you know and uh i'm not going to use the term boys will be boys but that's kind of what we are here and you know how that gets us you know right. uh so i'm gonna call i'm gonna call drew all right i'm gonna call my wife okay she's uh she's technically a lady of horror that's true yeah so i'm gonna give her a call i'm gonna put her on speaker hopefully it comes up here uh let's see and i'll let her decide all right, so here we go. Speaker. Am I coming up? Yeah. Hello. Hello. It's it's your husband. Hi. Hi. How are you now? Oh, well, you know, just working. How are you? Oh, you're doing work? I'm recording a podcast. Oh, shit. Oh, how lovely. Yes, right? I... One of us is making more money than the other right now. You don't know that. This is bringing home a, a plenty of... Man, why is she shooting shots right now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> calling calling us out right now. Shit. Um. So okay, I actually have you on the mic right now. I have you on speaker. Now we're playing a little tournament here, a little uh, women of horror tournament, and we have a bracket that is just way too much pressure on us, and I don't even want to touch it. Will won't go near it, so nah. we need you to decide. Okay. All right, Felissa Rose versus Linnea Quigley. Who should go on to the finals? And why? And why? Um, here's the thing. Linnea has always, like, I obviously, I fucking love Linnea Quigley. And by, like, initially you just asking me this question, my gut reaction was her. However, okay. uh, in terms of, like, she's always the support. Like, she's great, don't get me wrong, like, love her, we'll watch anything she's in, but she's the supporting character, whereas Felissa is not. Like, she's she's a leading lady, so... Okay. 
I gotta go with Felissa. Wow. Shit. I was not expecting that. I'm aware. Wow. Okay. Good job. I value your opinion. Thank you, Drew. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you very much for answering and not putting us in a weird predicament. You guys put yourself in a weird predicament, so it's my job to get you out. I'm going to put you in a weird predicament later. Oh, well, here we go. Oh, sorry, Will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for uh, for helping us out there, and that pot roast better be ready when I get home. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's what I'm going with. Oh, so much trouble. Enjoy the rest of them. Cheer your riveting show. Love you guys. Love you, babe. Bye. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We have Felissa Rose defeating Linnea Quigley in the finals to square off against Barbara Crampton. So here's the thing. I'm, uh, this is like I said, like we said, this, is a, this was a really, a really random tournament. I'm not surprised at the final results, though. Um, honestly, same. I feel like some of it would have been different if we would have had uh, some of the finals. Like, if we would have had, like, Barbara Crampton and Linnea squaring off against each other, that would have been, like, a different story. Yeah. Um. You know, er- earlier on, I-, I felt like a lot of it was kind of one-sided to start. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, some of it was tough. You know, Daniel Harris versus Stamie Lee Curtis, that one was definitely a tough one. Okay. Um. I love Tiffany Shepas. Mm-hmm. You know, I-, I love everyone on this list. And uh, we even have some that... Uh, I- we, I mean, we could have, I, I guess, maybe for next year in February, we could have an even bigger bracket yeah. and expand it and broaden it out uh, instead of just putting 16 on here. Because I know there are honorable mentions like we have Elvira, but I mean, mm-hmm. that just goes without saying. Um, and then obviously Jennifer Tilly, who is Tiffany. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of honorable mentions. There's a lot of final girls that, you know, it was just... There was just a lot going on here. I mean, I suppose we could have even thrown Patricia Arquette on here. I was um, going to say, we could, probably could have thrown fucking Jennifer Love Hewitt, too. I was thinking about that, too. Yeah. But uh, between the two, I to re- represent the 90s, I went Nev Campbell. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this, I mean, this was kind of just a, a bare bones, very random list here. But if you go to our Instagram uh, and our Twitter, we're mm-hmm. going to put it up between the two. Felissa Rose or Barbara Crampton. We will announce the winner next week on our show. Yes, we will. So we have some exciting stuff coming up here for the next uh, for the for the next month here for yeah. the month of March. What are we doing in March, dude? In March, we are actually going to dive deep into the world of trauma. <laughs> we are going to Tromaville, New Jersey. We are going to be hanging out with Lloyd Coffin. We're going to hang out with Toxie Kabuki Man. The whole gang is going to be there. Okay, we're going to have ourselves a good fucking time with that. We are actually going to be collaborating with the Slasher Podcast. If if you guys Sweet. don't know who the Slasher Podcast is, look them up. They are a lot of fun. The guys really know their shit. They're based out in California. They're basically the California version of us. All right. Sweet. Just a little more vegan. I think being in California <laughs> has something to do with that. All right. Do they eat a lot, of, a lot of guacamole? I think they eat a lot of the guac. I think they eat a lot of kale. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot of avocado toast. Okay. For a lot of you that don't know this, avocados are actually bad. It's the new cocaine. Because down in South America, farmers and people in the mafia are getting bullets to their fucking head over for avocados. For avocados, <laughs> yes. 
because they're making so much money off of the California hipster movement. So putting it on your fucking toast. Um, yes, that it's getting that a uh, shoot. It's a shoot. Wow. So there's a thing called blood guac. To where, like, they're calling it blood guac. You could look up, if you look up blood guac, it is a horror story in its own with the cartel getting involved in the avocado game. They're stepping away from cocaine. That's why you're getting all this cocaine that you can't trust anymore because it's cut down to just the worst chemicals possible. Meanwhile, the avocados are getting the uh, cartel treatment now. What? There's a lot of illegal shipments of avocados to this country as well. There's so many blood guacamole articles online right now. Dude, blood guac, look it up. So when you're uh, you're the 26-year-old Instagram influencer staring at your camera and you got the halos in your eyes because you bought one of those fancy little lights there and you're talking about the neat little thing that you put on your toast, the avocados with the, the shit that you got from Farmer Joe's Market or whatever the fuck, uh, Trader Joe's, <laughs> uh, I got my everything bagel seasoning to put on top of my avocado toast. Yeah, there's blood on your hands. Man. Blood on your hands. Yeah, shit. Yeah, so I'm calling you out, Slasher Podcast, <laughs> for killing poor farmer Pablo down there who just was making a living for his family. An honest living of cultivating avocados. And then the cartel came in and put bullets in front, in, in between his kid's eyes and said, you work for me now. So I feel like we probably just lost slasher podcast no fuck them they're stuck with us they signed a contract you fucks all right right, so slasher boys we are we like i said we're gonna collab with them so we're gonna be popping up on their podcast they're gonna be popping up on our podcast we are going to be reviewing i think it's like four or five trauma movies for the month of may uh jesus christ i'm getting ahead of myself hey it starts with an m fuck you (laughs) um so, yeah, we are staying away from the obvious, the Leprechaun movies and shit like that. It's straight up trauma. So if you guys have any trauma request, send them our way. Chances are we're going to turn them down because we kind of already have stuff in mind that we're picking. <laughs> but I think Will still needs a pick. So please send us an email, shoot us a message, whatever you want. What's your favorite fucking trauma movie? And also, chances are, if you're listening, you've been in a trauma movie movie mm-hmm. so give us your experience of trauma okay i've never started a trauma movie it's something that i've always wanted to do mm-hmm. i am in a movie with lloyd kaufman which is pretty sweet but i didn't actually directly get to work with him so if you've been in a trauma movie as an extra if you had lines anything like that give us your trauma story we'd love to read them on air yeah that'd be pretty sweet guys so do that and if they want to do that will where would they send us this um you guys can send us all of that stuff at our official email, it's damn that scary pod at gmail.com. If you guys just wanted to give us a quick follow on Instagram and Twitter, it's damn that scary pod on Instagram and then just damn that scary on the Twitter. Um, you can hit us up on the slasher app. Like I always say, if you don't have the slasher app, what in the hell are you doing with your life? If you like goth girls with big boobs, there you go. There you go. Yeah, slasher. Yes, I am welcome to primetime. Micah is boomstick butcher and the um, missing link, Greg, is Turple Trey Oxen. Yes. Slasher. Yeah, definitely go on there and check it out. Uh, you, uh, you put over the Facebook and Instagram. Oh, Facebook, Facebook too. I feel about Facebook. Um, Damn that scary on Facebook. D-A-M-N, because Facebook is weird with their spelling of swear words, so I can't just <laughs> spell damn. 
and also, guys, if you have any uh, have any recommendations for us to do over the summer, I have the next two months kind of clamped down on what I want us to do uh, theme-wise. May, June, July, I don't really have a theme yet. Okay. So if you guys have any recommendations for us, let us know, man. It'd be definitely helping us out a lot. Yeah, if there's anything you guys want us to review, is there, if there's anything you guys want us to talk about, if you guys, if there's anything guys that you guys want us to shit on, <laughs> let us know. We'll do it. <laughs> we will gladly shit on uh, all your big budget horror movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, and guys, if you, uh, if you want to... And like we said, guys, uh, we are going to put up this final bracket of Phyllis Rose and Barbara Crampton on our Facebook, on our Twitter, and on our Instagram as a poll. So you guys just make your votes, and you guys can choose who's your favorite horror girl of all time. Yeah, and I know this list was kind of broad. Yeah. So if you don't agree with it, I guess go fuck yourself. Pretty much. I mean, that's the best thing I could come up with there. And like, like we didn't, we didn't make the list. The list made us. That's right, man. Hate the player. Wait hate the game don't hate the how you, had, that go? you had it right initially shoot me once shame on shame on fool or don't get fooled again yeah yeah that how it goes that's pretty much i feel like that was two weeks in a row that we used that <laughs> reference uh guys i hope you guys enjoyed the episode today i guess on behalf of greg i would say care for each other is that what he says uh usually then i would follow up with a quick little love one another Ooh, and then i do that one thing right yeah yeah where i say Keep it spooky. Damn, that's scary. This is Generic American Sports Podcast Center. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Generic American Sports Host Podcast Thing. Today, in sporting news, some things happened that were some stuff and some other things. Some statistical values to back up those things are this. As you can see, the thing I just said statistically did happen. Yo, wait a minute. I feel like I could listen to this show anywhere and be just as bored. Why am I listening to this stuff? You want a better sports experience from your podcast? Head over to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network. Not generic, not boring, and a little out there sometimes. Tune in to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network.